Welcome to another episode of the Not Off Podcast. <laughs> no backstory to why we're laughing. Uh, okay. Go to the website, mynotofhope.org slash blog. You can read the blog and listen to this episode at the same time. Um, we're here with Jesse again and my beautiful fiance Ivy. And the reason that we're laughing is because Ivy doesn't want to be here, but I just started the podcast anyways, and now she can't leave. Yeah, so they've taken my hostage. <laughs> We've kindly invited you in. <laughs> oh, Jim beat your record, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. You no longer have the longest oh. podcast. <laughs> What's that? He went 38 and a half. Gosh. Yeah. All right. So, Jesse. Jesse wrote the blog. I was just here. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Um, so you picked First Corinthians ten thirteen. It says, "No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful; He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, He will also provide a way out so that you can endure it." Um, so, what led you to that verse, and what does it say to you? Well, this morning I was just kind of sitting there thinking, like when I was writing this, and. Um, you know, it was like one of those things where like, this is a really easy time to fall into temptation just because we have so much empty time on our hands. Um, it's easy to kind of fall into that. Why are you smiling at me? I'm smiling at her. That's <laughs> creepy. <laughs> She's like staring at me with a grin. Um, anyway, but so like, it's just one of those moments where like, it's really easy to fall into. <laughs> Stop. I wasn't smiling. Um, anyway anyway it's easy to fall into temptation because we're not doing a lot right now you're just kind of writing with your thoughts yeah and so like you know there's all kinds of different stuff I mean it doesn't even have to be heavy temptation but just like you know maybe online shopping since you can't go out and you might want to spend a little bit more money than you should (laughs) Jesse that is not a sin (laughs) I'm not saying it's a sin but it just may be unwise (laughs) just because you're tempted doesn't necessarily mean it's a sin but it can be unwise (laughs) I I completely disagree with that I wasn't calling you out you just have to be here for this (laughs) you chose this But anyway, I mean, just no matter what it is, you know, like this is an easy time for us to fall into that just, you know, with all the time on our hands. And um, it was just kind of something that was heavy on my heart this morning. It's just like it's really important that we, you know, stay focused on the word and stay focused on, you know, God and not all the things going on around us, because that is what makes it easier to fall into temptation. So, yeah. Yeah, And it definitely is kind of a time right now where it's easier to do stuff just because you're not as distracted by everything that happens day to day right and so um one of the big parts of the verse too is like it says god's faithful and when you're tempted he'll also provide a way out so you can endure it so yeah everybody gets tempted jesus got tempted you know what i mean yeah and so it's it's basically god making you a promise that you're never going to be tempted to a point that you can't handle it right because he'll come in and make sure that there's a way out well, and that's something when I saw this, it kind of like highlighted it. But like, you know, there's been plenty of times where I've been going through stuff that I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to get out of this. Like, it just kind of feels like it's never ending and you can't see the end. Yeah. But, you know, that's what it says is that, you know, you're never going to be tempted beyond what he will give you a way out. Like, you'll always be able to, you know, get out of it with his help. So Yeah. And, and it's really easy to listen to that lie when you're in those situations of like, uh, you're not going to be able to withstand this or whatever. And it's not true. Like, you can because this is God saying 
that you absolutely can every time. <laughs> yeah. And there's really no excuse after that. <laughs> um sorry, I'm just reading through again. What do you think, Ivy? Um <laughs> No, I think it's really good. I think that you're right about this being a time um where people can really be tempted and with us having to be at home a lot and oh, stuff, gosh. there's no, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of things that people can be tempted with. And some of it's more serious and I mean, it's all serious, but yeah. some of it's more intense, I guess, than others. But, you know, um, I think a lot of people are being tempted to fall into a lot of fear right mm-hmm. now, whether it's about their health or like their financial stability and stuff. And just being able to, kind of combat that this verse really helps understand that like God's not leaving you alone and yeah. that so yeah yeah and obviously the online shopping thing is a joke like <laughs> I'm just I was using that as a very minor example but yeah. I mean, like there's just all sorts of different ways that you can be tempted in this whether it's falling into fear or worry or anxiety or it's something more on the physical realm of you know like spending money where you shouldn't or whatever <laughs> like and there's and you one of the things you say in here that's kind of in that vein that's good is like you say the definition of temptation is the desire to do something, especially something wrong or unwise. And like unwise would be would fall into that. It's not wrong. Yeah. It's just not the best thing to do. Right. You and so I mean? that yeah, that like really stood out to me because I was like, I wonder what the exact definition of temptation is. And like that's what I liked is just, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that it is like sinful or like wrong, but it may not be the best decision to make. Yeah. And you know, it might later down the road cause problems that yeah. You don't have to go through And so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like... Online shopping, like... <laughs> oh, my God. Well, listen, I'm kind of calling myself up because I online shop, too. I just online shop for more expensive things, like trucks. Oh, yeah. Lift kits and things. <laughs> I bought a dining room table for 120 bucks, and I'm just saying, that is a deal. Yeah. And you should. <laughs> <laughs> Except the house came with one. But it was, it was hit. It wasn't pretty. That, yeah. That doesn't count. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, but maybe just kind of talk about what, like, how do people handle temptation? So if you're. Like, obviously, you can take this verse and stand on it, and maybe that's all you need to do, but it's really hard when you get into that. Like, you can get into those situations where you are just caught up in your own head, and you're like, I don't know how to not, how to not, or how to get out of this. Yeah. And so, what do people, what should people do in those situations? Well, and I mean, that's one of those things, like, it is a process, and it's not like you're going to just instantly be able to you know, like overcome it. Just, it's not going to be, I mean, for some people it might just be a flip of the switch in your head, you know, and you're like, Oh, that's easy. Cool. And you just take the verse and you, you know, move on. And every time you're tempted, you just take that and you're like, all right, cool. He's going to provide a way out and you figure it out. But some people, it might not be just that like, you know, step by step cut and dry process. Um, but so like something that, you know, I've kind of had to tell myself throughout this is like, obviously you need to do everything you can and your power and the power that God's given you to get out of that temptation, whatever it is. But like, that's not a foolproof every time thing, you know, like there are times when you're going to fall into it. That's just a part of humanity. And like, obviously that you can get to a point where you can overcome it every time. But like, 
you know, you have to really get to a, a step and like part of renewal in your mind where that's not, you know, like it takes time. Yeah. So just don't be discouraged when you do fall into that because it's going to happen from time to time. And then that's kind of where you can get into the self pity thing of like, you're like, Oh crap, I fell in. So now I'm not worthy. And now it's just going to happen every time. And I'm never going to be able to overcome this and blah, blah, blah. And like, that is a downward spiral that you can't get down into because it makes it even harder to come out of every time. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, just honestly, like don't just read this verse and then forget about it for a month and then think about it, but like really meditate on the words that it says, but like, you know, it says, but when you're tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. And so like, you know, really focus on that, especially when you're feeling tempted to do whatever it is, you know, however big or small, but like he has a way out no matter how hard it seems and no matter how, you know, endless it seems like there is a way out and he has given you the strength to endure that. And so just kind of focus on that because he's not going to leave you stranded. Yeah. And I liked what you said too about the, like, don't like, you don't need to get down on yourself because you've given into temptation before because every human on earth has. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not, it's never something that you can't come back from Mm -hmm. no matter how many times you may think that, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And all sin is equal. All sin disqualifies us from, from heaven, except for Jesus. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So without Jesus, it wouldn't matter if you online shop too much, ate too much, or, you know, <laughs> killed somebody. It's all the same as far as, yeah. like, you're not, you can't get into heaven on your own merit without the... Yeah. Well, and that's, it says no temptation is overtaking you except what is common to mankind. And so, like, that's something that kind of stands out is, like, you know, all of the temptation is, like, kind of the things around us in the world. And so, to the world, it might would seem that, like, say... I might have eaten two plates and I should have only eaten one plate at dinner or whatever. And then someone killed somebody and you're like, oh, okay, well the guy that killed someone's way worse. But like, you know, God looks at everything the same. And so like, you know, no matter what it is, whether you feel tempted to eat the second donut, <laughs> you know, or you feel tempted to go kill someone, hopefully that's not something you're struggling with. But, you know, like in God's eyes, it's all the same. But to mankind, that's where we get caught up is like looking at it from the world's eyes and like from the world's viewpoint yeah. instead of from God's. And obviously from a physical and mental perspective, it's harder to come back from, like, committing adultery or something that's yeah. really big than it is from eating too many donuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but as far as the perspective goes spiritually as to whether or not you qualify for heaven on your own, you don't anyways. It's all in Jesus right. anyways. Yep. God just sees Jesus. He doesn't see anything that you did. Yeah. And so you don't need to, you don't need to carry the weight of that for your entire life because you don't. The reason that Jesus came is so you wouldn't do that. That's just but you have free will and you can do it anyway. So you can put yourself through that, but you don't have to. Yeah, and you can let it go and just be better next time. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and that's the thing is you just you can't look at it as like a point system of like crap. Well, I screwed up here, so tomorrow I need to do twice as better or yeah. twice as good. Whatever, twice as <laughs> <laughs> twice as good. <laughs> anyway, um, but like yeah, you can't look at it like that because that's from the world's viewpoint, not from God's viewpoint. He doesn't look at it as, okay, you messed up here. So you better do twice as good here. You know, like he looks yeah, at it as, yeah. you know, like every day is new, you know, he's already forgotten what, whatever it was. Well, and honestly, one of the things, like one of the ways that I look at it is like before Jesus came, it was a workspace system. Like you had to do the sacrifices, you had to follow the laws and mm-hmm. all stuff. Yeah. And after Jesus came, it was basically, Jesus coming is basically, all right, y'all can't keep up with the with the workspace thing. So yeah. now it's an effort based thing, and it's a you believe in Jesus and you do your best here. Yeah, and that's what God's looking at. He's looking at your heart behind doing things. Like when I was a little kid, I used to think uh, 
but I had to say everything right. And so I'd pray and I'd get a word wrong and I'd like restart it and play it because I thought I said it wrong. But it's like, God knows what you're trying to say. Like, yeah, I need to relax about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that was all in my own head. Like, I don't think anybody taught me that. It was just right. as a thing. But it's like a lot of people are like that with yeah. certain things. They're like, oh, I messed this up, like you said, so I need to do this tomorrow to fix it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, maybe in the natural, you need to do something to fix it because there's natural consequences right. to things that you do. Uh, but spiritually, mm-hmm. you look the same to God before and after as yep. you did, as long as your heart is turned towards him. Yeah. So. Well, and yeah, that's that's a good point. There are like natural consequences. And I mean, it, it doesn't say anywhere in the word that everything's going to be perfect once you get to a certain point of spirituality with him. You know, like yeah. there is always going to be hardships. That's just a part of the fallen world that we live in. And so you do have to be ready for that in those temptations, you know, like when you fall into them, sometimes there might be a consequence like emptying your bank account. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still very full. I'm, I'm joking. I'm sorry. But, um, you know, yeah, you have to be ready, you know, for those consequences like physically on earth. But yeah, like you said, spiritually, you know, you're the same as you were before and yeah. after. Yeah. And I think also you can just get... Like, so many people get in that cycle, like you were talking about, of, you know, they mess up, and then they're just in condemnation, yeah. and they just stay in that all the time, until they mess up again, mm-hmm. or whatever, and it's like a cycle that they have a really hard time getting out of, and I think that instead of looking at it that way, like, it's really important that, you know, yeah, like, the temptation was hard, and you maybe you gave in, and that sucks, and like... Yes, like be repentant, but also take that time to be like, okay, what was it that I did that I could have done better? Or what was the situation that I put myself in that I shouldn't have put myself in? Or whatever it may be, like just learning from each situation instead of beating yourself up about it, even though that's really easy to do. Like just looking at it as how can I do better? And then the next time, even if you mess up, like maybe you will have handled it a little bit better or you would have seen it coming even if you did mess up. Like, you can kind of train yourself to see it a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. And and combat it better in the future and stuff. Yeah, and, like, the thing is, you know, you might try and condemn yourself and other people might even try and condemn you. But, like, God will never want you to feel condemned. He will want to correct you. Yeah. Yeah. And so you need to be able to, like, understand condemnation and correction and, like, the difference between that and, like, you kind of need to see it, like... Someone might come to you and be like, hey, like you messed up here, but, you know, here's how God wants you to like do things next time or whatever. Like they might show you a scripture or whatever, but like you need to kind of see like some people that come to you and want to help you out. Um, (laughs) But like, anyway, yeah, they might want to help you out. And like, so you kind of need to take that as like the Holy Spirit leads of like, okay, is this a word from God or is this them trying to condemn me? And like, don't condemn yourself. Like, you know, feel the correction and understand, like, try and look at it and see, okay, how can I do this better? Like you said, but you know, never fall into condemnation. That's a really big distinction too, is like correction is a thing, obviously. Yeah. And cleaning, you still have to like, like if you make a mess, you still have to clean it up. Yeah. There's going to be consequences. You should handle those consequences. And, but guilt isn't from God and condemnation isn't from God. And so some people, like, I think feel guilty if they don't feel guilty enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I'm you're like, totally one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> so like you, you mess up and then you feel bad. And then maybe you even think of this verse and you're like, I don't need to feel bad. I just need to fix it. Do better next time. But then you're like, feel bad for not feeling bad. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. <laughs> and, and that shouldn't be a thing either because it's not. 
God doesn't want to make you feel guilty. He wants to help you do better next time. Right. Yeah, like, and and he corrects in love, too. Right, so that's, yeah. like, a good way for you to kind of know. Like, we can put condemnation on ourselves, but when we're looking at situations and, and maybe somebody comes to you and talks to you about whatever it is that you're doing, like, if they're doing it, through love and out of love, you know, usually that's going to be a God kind of situation. But if they're condemning you, you're probably going to walk away feeling like crap. And, and that's kind of a clear sign of like, okay, was this from God or was this not from God? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, like if you had a fight or something with anybody and you might have started the fight and fallen into a temptation of anger and like exploded at somebody for some reason, but then Afterwards, you might read the verse. You might be like, all right, God forgives me. You know what I mean? But you still need to go to that person and ask for forgiveness because they aren't God and they might still be angry. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's an element of like, yeah, cleaning up your mess. But you don't have to do that because you are harboring the guilt from, you know what I mean? You need to do that because that's the good thing to do for your relationship with that person and for your own just health. It's good to get forgiveness from somebody. Yeah. Because then you don't have that hanging over your relationship with that person. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you, either of y'all have anything else before we do the prayer? No. No. You're right. A recipe. <laughs> for what? Multitasking. What for multitasking? <laughs> no. No. I said I was multitasking. It's for a cinnamon applesauce oat oh, bread. Cinnamon. <laughs> oh, cinnamon. Cinnamon applesauce oat bread. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure that's going to be good. It is good. You've already tasted it. Apparently not as memorable as it should be. <laughs> I just didn't know what that was called. That was it. I didn't enjoy that. Anyways. So, just the prayer wrote. You said, Lord, we thank you that you haven't left us stranded to do things on our own. We thank you that you equipped us with everything we need to say no to temptation. Help us to look to you when we're feeling tempted and not to let it take a hold of our thoughts and desires in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, so just talk about that a little bit. Why you wrote the prayer that way, I guess. Um, well, I mean, you know, like we already talked about, he hasn't left us stranded and he has equipped us with everything that we need. Um, but, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is just, you know, when we fall into temptation, that means it's taking control of our thoughts and our desires. Yeah. And in the moment, you know, we let that become what we really, like what our flesh wants. And so we let the flesh take over. And so we just need to kind of learn how to you know, overcome that and to not let it be something that overcomes our thoughts and like becomes our desires in the moment. But like, we need to, you know, look past that and look at Jesus and just have him and the word be our desire and, you know, like overtake that. So that the only thing that we're thinking on and focusing on is Jesus instead of the temptation. So, and, and he says in the verse, like you will be tempted. So also don't, it's not, you're not, you know, you feel guilty or bad because you are tempted because mm-hmm. everyone is tempted. Yeah. Yeah. Like the temptation in itself isn't bad. Right. Like, it's how you handle it after that point. Yeah. It's not like you don't need to condemn yourself for even feeling it because everyone does. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah. I think that happens a lot, especially in like, I feel like middle school and teenage years and middle stuff school. when you're kind of like figuring yeah. out yourself and stuff. But there's a lot of condemnation that I feel like the enemy can kind of bring in those yeah. years, especially of just like you think you're weird because you've been tempted in this area that nobody else has ever been tempted in before. And that is so not true. If you have ever thought at any age that something you're being tempted in has never happened to anyone else before, that is so not true because yeah. it has happened to someone before. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the part of the verse that I actually like, kind of skipped over the next one. It was like, 
no temptation has overtaken you except what's common to mankind. Yeah. So he's saying there's literally not a temptation that not only is he saying that you're not the only one, he's saying they're all common. It's the same mm-hmm. ones over and over for everybody. Like there's millions of people out there that are dealing with the same temptation you're dealing with. Yeah. So don't listen to the the lies about like oh, I'm nobody understands me and the only one. Yeah. Like that's not true at all. Well, in a way, that's kind of getting into a victim mentality, which isn't to cause any condemnation. But when you start believing that, like, you're the only one who's ever felt this way and, like, nobody understands you, Mm -hmm. like, that's not true. And, like, God understands you. And there's definitely many people out in the world that understand you as well. Like, even if you think you don't have any in your circle, I'm sure you do. And just don't let yourself fall into that pit of, like, you know, I'm the only one and, and nobody can help me out of this. So I'm just going to stay in it because that's not, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that all good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for listening to the Dawn of Hope podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast feed and turn on notifications for more conversations and audio versions of Sunday's teachings. Our Sundays begin with a light breakfast at 9.30. The service begins at 10 o'clock. Groups and Bible studies throughout the week include undivided young adults groups Sunday evenings at 5 o'clock, bringing young adults from all walks of life together. Follow up Wednesdays at 6.30 on Wednesdays, a conversational Bible study based off of Sunday's topics led by Michael Roberts. Prophetic writing on Thursdays at 6.30, hearing God's voice through journaling led by Joanna Harrison. All events are at Donofo Branch at 178 Palmer Drive in Florissant, Colorado. If you would like to donate to Don of Hope, you can visit mydonofhope.org and click the donate button on the sidebar. If you're interested in holding an event at the ranch or would like more info on anything that we do, please call us at 719-687-3425 or send us an email at info at donofhoperanch.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Don of Hope podcast. Mm-hmm.